Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just tell you something good is going to happen to you today. I prophesy it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on in and get settled because we are in for a barn burner today. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. I want to remind you that today's broadcast is sponsored, brought to you by praying uh, uh, tongues of fire. Oh, Jesus. Tongues of fire. I'm going to start speaking in tongues. Tongues of fire. 101 supernatural benefits to praying in tongues. Make sure you pick up your copy wherever books are sold and send in your receipt through jenniferleclair.org slash tongues. jenniferleclair.org slash tongues. Guys, I am coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch what the Lord does. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. We've got three different services. I release three different messages each and every week, 1047 a.m., 130 p.m., and 4 p.m. That first service is a prophetic teaching with a practical, uh, pr practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can find that online at ahop.online if you're not in the region. If you're dropping by our city, make sure you come visit us in Fort Lauderdale. We'll make you feel right at home. But if you're not in the region, you can watch that at ahop.online. You can become official with us at ahop.online slash webchurch. Become an official member. Get involved in the virtual prophecy rooms and healing rooms, virtual pastoral advice, virtual prayer line, virtual life group. It is virtual, but it's powerful. You can also check us out at 1.30 South Florida. 1.30 p.m., we're wrapping up this week the Voice of God series, going into that next series, which is Escaping the Great End Times Deception. Just stop on by. If you want to watch online, that's over at schoolofthespirit.tv. Why? Because it's School of the Spirit at AHOP. School of the Spirit at AHOP. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv. That's our 4 o'clock message as well. It's a school either School of Prayer, School of Prophecy, School of Deliverance, School of Spiritual Warfare, or School of the Seers. It's all there for you to equip you for victory in every realm of your life, to go deep with God, to do it His way. His ways are better than our ways. Amen? Today's devotion is from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion, I kind of giggle because it's going to just really hit home for so many, so many of us. Choose adoration over aggravation. Oh, Jesus. Choose adoration over aggravation. <laughs> Come on. Does that hit home to anyone? Choose adoration over aggravation. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Aggravation will get you nowhere. Adoration will take you places in me that will refresh your soul, give you a new perspective, and strengthen your heart for the day ahead. Why not let go of the aggravations and frustrations that weigh you down? Why not lay aside those weights so that you don't step into besetting sins? Why not meditate on the word and fellowship with me instead of meditating on negative thoughts the enemy is planting in your soul? Why not decide to draw a line in the spiritual sand and think on things that are good, true, lovely, 
Lord says, you'll be more content if you choose this better path. I love all this. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not lay aside those weights? Why not meditate on the word? Why not decide to draw a line in the spiritual sand? Why not let go of the aggravations and frustrations? The Holy Spirit today is asking us, why not? Why not? It's better his way. Amen. It's better his way. The scripture references are in the devotional evenings with the Holy Spirit. Check that out wherever you get books online. Now the prayer starter, help me Lord to trade aggravation for adoration. Help me make this divine exchange so that I can receive your refreshing in the middle of a frustrating day. Help me resist the temptation to be irritated by the annoying circumstances that are bogging me down in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Can I get a witness this morning? Jesus, we're so grateful for who you are. You're not an aggravated God. <laughs> You're not walking around annoyed all the time. Praise God. You are full of joy. You are full of glory. You are our joy. You are our peace. You are the ruler of the universe. And what frustrates us does not frustrate you. So would you help us today, God, to choose to look at you, to choose peace, to choose grace, to choose love, to choose patience, to choose, to choose, to choose the things of your spirit, God. We lift up your name today over every frustration. We lift up your heart. We lift up the person of Jesus, the person of the Holy Spirit, the person of Almighty God, the Father who sits on the throne. You are high above every frustrating thing. You are high above all the annoying issues of life. You are high above all the challenges. You are high above all the warfare. You are high above all the aggravations. So we do. We give you our adoration today. You are worthy of our adoration. There's nobody like you. We give you all the praise, all the worship, all the glory. It belongs to you. Whom else would we give it to but you? You are worthy. You are magnanimous. So I just felt my spirit leap. I'm in a season of my spirit leaping. It keeps on happening. And that means God is pleased. God is moving. God is about to work a miracle in your midst. There's some kind of word that's about to come forward that's going to shift your whole perspective. Something good is about to happen. So pray with me as we go higher. I'm telling you the truth. The enemy is defeated. God is exalted. He is the one to whom we serve. So Father, we exalt you today in the nations. We exalt you today over everything that hinders love. We exalt you today over the frustration, the aggravation, the issues of life. We exalt you today and we say you are our king. You are our Lord. You are our savior. You are our everything. And so we pursue you. We want to be God chasers. We want to be those who seek your face day and night, never letting go of the promise, always holding fast to the words that you spoke to our heart because you are faithful. You are not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should repent. If you told us, you'll do it. As far as it depends on you, it's already done. I thank you, Lord, that you're not preparing the promise for us. You are preparing us for the promise. So we lean into you. We lean into your loving arms. We lean into your wisdom. We lean into your grace to, to, to get prepared. Lord, prepare us for the promise.
Prepare us for the breakthrough. Prepare us for the next. Prepare us for the blessing. Prepare us, God, for what you have in store for us. Because it's bigger than eye has seen or ear has heard or even has entered into our hearts. We have big imaginations, God. But you say we can't even imagine how awesome it's going to be. You say we can't even see the fullness of what you have planned. We don't know the end from the beginning, but you do. You see the beginning of our breakthrough and the realization of our breakthrough. You see the beginning of our healing and the realization, the manifestation of our healing. You see the the, the, the process from beginning to end. And we are in process. We are being prepared. So we rest in the preparation. Come on, somebody just needs to rest in the preparation today. I see it so clearly. So many of you are not discerning your times. Let me pray teach you a minute. Sometimes you need prayer and sometimes you need teaching and sometimes you need both. Some of you are not discerning your times and that's why you're frustrated. Let me set you free by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Let me set you free. Some of you are not discerning your times. Some of you continue to try to press and push and plod and plow when God is saying it's a season of rest for you. Let me restore you. Let me help you to enter into my rest, my peace, my joy, so that when the next battle comes, when the next opportunity comes, you'll be ready, you'll be refreshed, you'll be able to conquer the land, to take the mountain that I've given you, says the Lord. Understand your times and your seasons, says the Lord. Do not kick against the pricks. Do not try to swim upstream when I'm calling you to rest, when I'm calling you to refresh, when I'm calling you to sit in my presence and learn of me so that in your next fight, you won't see the Goliath. You'll just see me and I will take out the Goliath by the smooth stone in your hand. So understand your times and seasons, says the Lord, and do not try to plant when it's time to reap and do not try to reap when it's time to plant and do not try to war when it's time to rest and do not try to rest when it's time to war and do not take your hand off the plow that I've called you to plow with until I tell you that it is finished, that it is done. Do not walk away too soon, but do not stay too long, says the Lord. Do not look to the left and do not look to the right, but look to me, says God. Understand what I am doing in your life and cooperate with my grace. Cooperate with my spirit. Cooperate with my plan, says the Lord, for I will have my way. And do you really want to go around that mountain one more time? Do you really want to stay in the wilderness any longer than you have to? I am preparing you even now, sharpening your discernment, helping you understand what my will is. So make sure you take the time with me, sitting with me, waiting on me to hear my voice so that you are not out of season. I've called you to walk in season with me, says the Lord. Come on, help us, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to understand our times and seasons. Help us, Lord, to understand what your will is at any given moment. Help us, Lord, not to lag behind you, not to run out in front of you. Help us, Lord, not to fight when we're supposed to rest and rest when we're supposed to fight. Help us, Lord, to know what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So help us. We don't want to be frustrated because we're pulling in the opposite direction of you. We don't want to be frustrated and worn out, weary 
because we're moving in the opposite direction of your spirit. We don't have the strength apart from you. We can't do anything. So help us get in line with your will for our season, for our time in Jesus name. Help us get in line with your will, with what you want us to do, who you want us to run with, where you want us to sow, how you want us to pray. Help us, Lord, to stop getting a glimpse and not pulling that string. I see it so clearly. It's like some of you sit with the Lord and you're, you're there long enough to kind of get a glimpse, but not long enough to pull the string. What do I mean by that? You sit there long enough to get a glimpse. It's almost like a, like a brief aha moment. It's like, oh, I, I see now what I need to do. But then you get distracted or it's time to go to work or something happens to take you out of the presence and you don't go back to that place and meditate on the aha moment. We don't go back to that place and, and think about what God really said and the busyness of life and the cares of this world choke that revelation right out of our heart and we forget what we knew. And now we're still confused. We're still without answers. When this morning, yesterday morning, last season, we had an aha moment for a brief moment. We had some clarity, but we didn't sit there and let the Lord unpack it. We didn't pursue his heart in the next session of sitting and waiting, abiding. We didn't take the time to really understand what he was saying. So that glimpse, that aha moment, that, that fleeting understanding of what we just kind of faded away. We forget about it because the enemy bombards us. He tries to choke it out of us. Are you seeing this? Help us, Jesus. Are you seeing it? Come on, this is get set free day. This is some revelation right here. This is practical teaching and prayer. You've got to grab a hold of this. I've done this myself. That's how I can tell you. You sit there and you're like, oh, I got a glimpse. I need to pray this way. Oh, here's the strategy. I, uh, oh, wow. And then all of a sudden the phone rings. There's a fire. There's an emergency. Something happened or you just had to go to work or the kids are knocking on the door. And somehow we forget what we knew. James says, we look at ourselves in the mirror and then we walk away and forget who we are. J James, the apostle of practical faith, he says, we look at ourselves in the mirror, then we walk away and we forget who we are. We forget the revelation. We forget the understanding. We forget the busyness of life, the cares of this world. Just choke it out. So, Father, would you remind us of the revelation you gave us for this season? Would you remind us of the strategy that you share with our heart, that glimpse, that fleeting moment where we, we were on to something? We I'm starting to get it and then we lose it. Would you remind us? I know you will because you're good. Help us to go back into that secret place. Help us to go back to that moment of aha, that moment of revelation, that moment when we kind of saw it, we kind of get it. We were encouraged. We were inspired. We we're like, I think I can do this. And then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and we forgot what we knew and we forgot who we were. Help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus. You're so good and so gracious. And I know that you reminded me of this today because you want to remind us of the aha moment. I know that you brought this to my heart today because you want to take us back to that place and tell us again what we forgot. You are so gracious and you are so kind and you are so good. There's nobody like you. You are awesome. You are mighty and you're able because you didn't forget the revelation. You didn't forget it. You didn't forget it. You didn't forget it. You can, you, can, you can help us get back in the right season. Even if we've stepped out of season, you can help us get back into the right timing. Even if we stepped out of timing, you can help us and you want to help us. And I know you will help us because we're asking you to help us. You can help us remember what we were supposed to do that we forgot.
You can help us remember the last revelation that seemed so right. And now we can't grasp it. It doesn't, doesn't seem clear like it did. We may remember the words, but we're, 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 we're lacking the spirit of a thing. Help us, Lord, today. Help us, Lord, today. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Come on. Can I get a witness today? Anybody else that ever happens to? I know it does. That's why I'm praying it. That's why the Holy Spirit brought it to my attention. You, you sit there and you're like, I got clarity. I, I can see it now. Uh, I couldn't see it before, but here's the wisdom that I need. And then all of a sudden, the next day, you forgot. The next hour, you forgot. You forgot. You might not have forgot what he said, but you forgot to do what he said. Come on. I might not forget what he said. I might even write it down, but then I forget to do it. He said, why? Because the enemy knows at the point of revelation that you're about to see a breakthrough. The enemy knows that if you'll put God's wisdom in place over that problem, you'll see a resolution. And the enemy knows that if you'll follow God into the place he's calling you, that you're going to see increase and breakthrough. And the enemy doesn't want you to do that. So the sower sowed the word in your heart and you said, ah, I see it. And then here comes the enemy to try to bring offense, try to bring tribulation, try to bring warfare, and you forget to do what God told you to do. And then the enemy has, a, has a, a, just a, an onslaught. Bam, bam, bam. He just has a, a field day with you and with me. I've had it happen. So, Father, help us today. Help us today. <laughs> help us today. Help us today. Help us today. You're so good. Remind us. Help us to refocus, recenter ourselves on Jesus. Help us, Lord, not to allow the enemy to win because you've already defeated him. Help us not to allow the enemy to win because you've already defeated him. He's a defeated foe. So help us to enforce your victory in our lives. Help us to remember the strategy, the, the prayer points, the, the wisdom, the words to speak. Help us to remember you're so good. I know you'll help us. I know you will. I know you will. I know you will. That's why you prompted me to pray this, because you wanted to answer that prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Come on, let's transition. I got something else I want to pray through. Guys, make sure you share this with somebody, please. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. Share this quickly with somebody. That was a good word right there. I don't care where you're from. That was a good word. That was a good word. That's probably why my all my tech failed this morning. So I couldn't deliver that word, but we pressed through. Quickly share, guys. Quickly, 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 quickly. Let me get a sip of coffee here. Listen, it's time to take back your future. For many of you, you forfeited your future. Many of you, maybe you don't even realize it. I'm not picking on you. God's not, I'm trying to help you. Many of you, you have forfeited your future. What do I mean by that? You've already decided how things are going to be tomorrow, next week, five years, 10 years from now. Some of you are afraid of getting old. What happens when I retire? How am I going to pay my bills? Some of you are concerned about the future of your children. Well, they're out there in the world, acting like the world, talking like the world. You're concerned. You're worried. You're scared. 
Some of you have such anxiety about your future, what's going to happen with, uh, you know, my industry, what's going to happen, you know, in this marriage. It looks like we're on the rocks. It looks like divorce is coming. What's going to happen? It's time to take back our future. Must take back our future. I don't mean going, I'm not talking about going back to the future like a movie. I'm talking about taking authority over our future. Did you hear me? Instead of taking, we've got to, we've got to, instead of forfeiting our future, I got caught up looking at your comments. Instead of forfeiting our future, we need to take back our future, take authority over our future. Because the enemy, he's not in your future, but he sees glimpses of your future. The enemy can't go into your future because he's not everywhere. He's not omnipresent. He's not almighty. But he can go into your future in the sense of getting in your head and having you curse your future. The enemy can't physically go into your future. God is in your past, your present, and your future. The enemy is just right here, right now. But he can talk you into cursing your future. He can talk you into uh, having such anxiety about your future that you can't pray in faith. He can talk you into fear of the future so that you lay your weapons down and just give up. It's too much. It's overwhelming. We have to take authority over our future. Now, Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, this scripture, it's very, it's a very familiar verse. This is God speaking to the Israelites through the young prophet Jeremiah. And listen to this. This was in the midst of their bondage. The Lord was speaking to the people in the midst of bondage, in the midst of bondage, in the midst of bondage. Somebody today, you're in the midst of bondage, and the Lord is speaking these words to you right now. Some of you are in bondage to addiction. Some of you are in bondage to anxiety. Some of you are in bondage to fear. Some of you are in bondage to worry. Some of you are in bondage to debt. And God is speaking to you, come on, right now in the midst of your bondage. And he's saying this, I know the plans I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Are you listening to me? No matter what you're in bondage in, maybe you're in bondage to debt, maybe you're in bondage to self, maybe you're in bondage to strife, maybe you're in bondage to a bad decision you made and you can't get out of it anytime soon. You got to walk it out. You got to work it out. Maybe you're in bondage to a crisis. I don't know what you're in bondage in, but God has a future and a hope for you. I know the thoughts I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end, a future and a hope. <laughs> then we see here in Proverbs twenty three eighteen, surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. What the enemy does, he wants you to forfeit your, your good, good future with negative hope. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. So we can have a negative hope. What does that mean? Well, I sure hope the economy doesn't fail. I sure hope my spouse doesn't divorce me. I sure hope my kids don't you know, fall into the ways of the world. I sure hope I don't get fired. Well, that's not the kind of hope God wants. We're not supposed to hope against the negative. We're supposed to hope in the promise. Surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. So if we're always if we're always wishing and hoping against things instead of hoping and believing for things, we've got it backwards and the enemy can knock us off our off our feet and just continue to pummel our minds until we begin to speak words that are not hopeful at all, not faith filled at all. We have to take authority over our future. Proverbs 24 verse 14 
Know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future and your hope will not be cut off. See, we need divine wisdom, not demonic wisdom. And the enemy wants to share the wisdom uh, that's carnal and demonic that James speaks of. God's wisdom is peaceful and pure, easy to be entreated. The enemy's wisdom will talk you right out of your future. Have you sitting there alone, shriveled up, half dead and broken with nobody around you? That's a lie from the pit of hell. We have to take authority over our future. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We're so grateful that you're so good that you have plans for us. <laughs> you have good plans for us. You have plans to prosper us, not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. That's how good you are. You see the end from the beginning and you, your, your entire plan for us is good. Even when we have to suffer to be conformed into the image of Christ, it's still a good plan. And you will always give us back what the enemy stole. You will always reward us for diligently seeking you. This life was not promised to be a, a bed of roses. You said in this world we'd have tribulation, but you told us to be of good cheer because you've overcome the world. You've already planned our future. Every step, every day, it's written in the book about our life. <laughs> the psalmist said, many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done and the plan you have for us. None can compare to you. I proclaim and declare them. They are more than I can count. What is David proclaiming and declaring? The good plans that God had for him. My many, O Lord, are the wonders you have done and the plans you have for us. None can compare to you. If I proclaim them and declare them, they are more than I can count. What's more than he can count? The good plans he has for you, the future he has for you. So, Father, we trust in you, the God of all hope. We trust in you, the God of comfort. We trust in you, the God of our future, our past, our present. We trust in you, the God of our eternity. We trust in you, and we're going to speak forth your plans and purposes. Whatever you've revealed, we're going to confess it. We're going to decree it. We're going to declare it. We're going to proclaim it. We're going to meditate upon it until it renews our mind, and we can believe you for what you've promised. So we can believe you for the future and the hope that you've planned for us, so that we can believe you. We trust you. We thank you that you break every bondage in Jesus' name. That you break the, 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 the mind-binding spirits, God, in Jesus' name. That we break the Bible-blocking spirits, God, in Jesus' name. I'm asking you to deliver us from hopelessness and faithlessness and help us to see that you are the God of all hope and your plans for us are good. Even if we had season after season after season after season of oh, devastation and trauma and, oh, Jesus, we know that you have a future and a hope for us. And what doesn't kill us does make us stronger. And you are conforming us into the image of your son. And even though we've been through hard times, we've got more wisdom now. We're stronger now. We've got more peace now, more joy now. We've come closer to you now. And we wouldn't want to have to go through it again. But it was worth it because you're worth anything, God. You're worth it all. And you're worthy of it all. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on. Isn't he good? Do you get that? Instead of forfeiting your future, you need to take authority over your future. Instead of forfeiting your future, take authority over your future.
Amen. It's up to you. God's already planned it. He's already got it figured out. He's already got every step ordained. Will we walk by faith and not by sight? If we do, we'll see the future and the hope. We'll see it. It's a matter of time. Doesn't mean we won't have trouble. Doesn't mean we won't have grief and pain. Doesn't mean that. It means that in the midst of our bondage, God is speaking about our future and our hope. In the midst of our bondage, in the midst of the addiction, in the midst of the grief, in the midst of the trauma, in the midst of the betrayal, God is saying, I have a future and a hope for you. In the midst of the debt, in the midst of the homelessness, in the midst of the, 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 the name it, fill in the blank, in the midst of the depression, God is saying, I have a future and a hope for you. He's so good. He's so good. Somebody needs to celebrate Jesus this morning. He's so good. He's so, so good. Amen. He's so good. Remember these things. Go back and listen to some of these things. Subscribe to the podcast. You'll get the replay of this in a week or two or three later, and it'll remind you. It'll remind you. He is good. His plans for you are good. You can't even imagine how good it is. The sufferings of this present time are not to be compared to the glory that is to be revealed to us in Christ Jesus. I mean, if nothing else, you've got eternity to look forward to. But that's not a way all your good stuff. You'll have good stuff in this lifetime. But if nothing else, eternity is a long time and it's paradise. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Guys, I want to remind you today's broadcast is brought to you by Tongues of Fire. Guys, go pick up a copy of the book. Make sure you send in your receipt at jenniferleclair.org slash tongues. This book will, if you do what the book says, listen, don't just get another book and put it on your shelf and don't read it. This one is so practical. This one's not going to take you a lot of deep thought to process it. There's 101 individual chapters. You can read one a week. You can read one a day. And do what it says right then and there. Immediately, there's an activation right then and there. Immediately, there's an activation. Read the chapter. Do the activation. Immediately. And put your faith on it. You will see change. Guaranteed. It's a God guarantee. Please don't forget to send in your receipt over there at jenniferleclair.org slash tongues. Take a screenshot of it and upload it. There's a form there at the bottom of the page. Make sure you please also give me a five-star review over there on Amazon or wherever you bought it. That'll help. I see one five-star review. I need you guys just, if you, you know, I know you're all busy, but just take a minute if you can. Most of you, most, most of you live on Amazon half the time. I know I'm on Amazon all the time, ordering this, ordering that. It just takes a minute. Amen. It just takes a minute. I'm so grateful. Listen, if this ministry is blessing you, if if you're getting breakthrough, if you're being encouraged, would you please consider sowing a seed now and then? It would really be helpful. It helps us pay our staff, helps us pay for our facilities, helps us pay, you know, for the technology that we need and all sorts of things. It costs a lot of money to operate a ministry and we want to reach more people with these prayer broadcasts. So would you please consider sowing a seed today? You can become a partner at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can sow directly into some of our missions work at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. And I'm going to spend another 15 seconds telling you the ways to give. And we're going to move on because I don't believe in beating people to death for money like some of these false prophets do on the internet. But I do want to give you an opportunity to give because it's more blessed to give than to receive. Please go to Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the super stickers on YouTube. You can use the Facebook stars. 
You could text the word give. I'm sorry, you could text the word pray. You could text the word pray to 754-701-2161 and follow the prompts there. You can use PayPal. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. I am thirsty today. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And Father, I thank you for those who are generous. That They don't just receive, but they give, they sow, and they grow. They reap a harvest of righteousness because they're generous givers. And I thank you, Lord, that you're not willing to do without a generous giver, a generous prompt to do a giver whose heart is in his giving. Thank you, Lord, for those who support us so that we continue, not just continue, but expand this broadcast and the other free materials that we push out every week into the nations of the earth. Thank you, Jesus, for multiplying this offering. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Where are all my Awakening Prayer Hub's leaders? Awakening Prayer Hubs, what is that? It's a prayer movement. And we are praying, contending for revival and awakening. The enemy is falling in our cities. Amen. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. We're pushing back darkness. We're praying for souls. We have monthly prayer themes that, with prayer points that help you to focus your prayers. I figure if we're all praying for the same thing every month, of course, we pray for many things. But we have a theme every month that helps us to Focus in and make a difference. We've seen many prayer breakthroughs through Awakening Prayer Hubs. Go over there and consider joining a hub or launching a hub today, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Check that out, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Get involved if you would. You can sponsor a hub at awakeningprayerhubs.com slash sponsor. We need to reinforce you know, sometimes we have had to ask prayer hub leaders to leave because they cause discord. As a matter of fact, I just heard that some of these prayer hub leaders are in the prayer hubs group promoting outside ministries of false prophets and promoting their own activities outside prayer hubs. Guys, if you're doing that, please stop. It's out of order. We are unified as a prayer hub movement. Amen. We don't promote false prophets. We don't uh, you know, do all this side stuff and, and do it. I was very grieved by that. You always got a few bad apples in the bunch. And that's why sometimes we have to, we have to bring, uh, bring them to the revelation to come to Jesus moment that we're about prayer. This is all about prayer. It's not about your side ministry. It's about prayer. Amen. Hate to have to say those things, but God bless you guys. Love you. Have a breakthrough day.